Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. There's voices of support for students walking out of class in Fairfax County. I'm Megan Cloherty. Jury selection starts in the Oath Keepers trial. Five people charged with conspiring to stop the presidential transition of power. And we'll go live to CBS senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge at 410. Dow down 142. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Chick-fil-A. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Florida's preparing for a hard hit from Hurricane Ian, and many folks are evacuating. It's a little tricky, just trying to calculate the best time to leave. We are leaving, but um, trying to assess how much water risk, how much wind risk. Officials say the best time to leave is ASAP. CBS's Christian Benavides is in St. Pete. There is a sense that people know this storm is coming. Right now we're feeling just a little bit of wind, but this is the calm before the storm. We are expected to see some conditions deteriorate beginning tonight. And in fact, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis earlier in the day had said, look, you need to be wherever it is that you're going to ride out the storm by 9 p.m. tonight. Tomorrow's January 6th hearing has been postponed because of Ian. CBS's Scott McFarlane. The optics of having a hearing on this investigation as there are images side by side of damage and potential destruction just doesn't look right, wouldn't sit right, and the committee is well aware of that. The attorney general in Texas is now dodging a subpoena over an abortion lawsuit. The process server claims Attorney General Ken Paxton ran from the door of his garage to the backseat of a truck being driven by his wife, State Senator Angela Paxton, after the server announced he had legal documents for him. In a statement, Paxton said a, quote, strange man came on his property that he perceived to be a threat. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. The Justice Department is now cracking down on fentanyl and rainbow fentanyl, which looks like candy. Attorney General Merrick Garland. The Justice Department will never give up and never let up in our effort to protect American lives. The DEA seized millions of pills this summer. Ukraine is now calling an attack on gas pipelines in Europe a terror attack. CBS's Kimmy McCormick reports. The Danish government says military photos show gas leaks bubbling in the Baltic Sea. Earlier it said the Nord Stream pipelines may have been damaged by targeted attacks and it couldn't be a coincidence. If the pipelines are shut down, it would cut off gas deliveries from Russia to Germany and Central Europe and gas prices will surely go up again. CBS's Jim Cursula tells us more teens are taking precautions. Experts say the U.S. Supreme Court's June ruling on Roe versus Wade appears to be accelerating a trend of increased birth control use among teens, including long-acting reversible forms like intrauterine devices and implants. Planned Parenthood says appointments have surged. Doctors report demand even among teens who aren't sexually active. It's mostly due to new abortion laws that don't have exceptions to rape. This is CBS News. Brought to you by Chick-fil-A. Order a grilled spicy deluxe sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. It's spicy and full of flavor. Available for a limited time. Good afternoon. It is 4.03 and we are very happy you're driving along with us on this Tuesday, September the 27th. Seventy-three breezy degrees. Hello, I'm Hillary Howard. And I'm Sean Anderson. Top local story we're following for you. The walkout at some Virginia schools 
over the governor's proposed plans on the rights of transgender students. Our team coverage begins with WTOP's Neil Augenstein. Here at Loudoun County High School, Felicity says for some LGBTQ students, high school is a safe zone. But I was mainly trying to figure out what was going on, figuring out high school, figuring out myself. She doesn't disagree with Governor Youngkin's point that parents should be in the loop. Yes, I agree that parents do need to know what's happening at their schools, but transgender teens, non-binary teens, they really need to have that safety. She says there's probably a middle ground between the current policies and Governor Yonkin's proposed ones. We need to be able to keep that privacy because then people can figure themselves out and when they feel safe they can go and talk to their parents. In Leesburg, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Governor Glenn Youngkin has something to say about all that even though he's campaigning in Georgia. He tells WTOP this is about engaging parents in a decision moment. And the previous policy excluded parents, something he says isn't right. On today's DMV Download podcast, Fairfax County Board of Supervisors Chair Jeff McKay came out against the planned policy to limit transgender students' rights. Board of Supervisors Chair Jeff McKay says he supports students walking out on this issue. His daughter is one of them. You know, I couldn't be prouder of these kids. They know what happens in the classroom. They know what stress they're under, and frankly, they're concerned about classmates of theirs being targeted. On the DMV Download podcast, McKay says he sees Governor Youngkin's policy changes as political posturing. I think what he's doing is wrong. I think we had model procedures in place, model policies in FCPS that were working and working quite fine for our kids. They were not disrupting learning or, or our children, representing the entire county. What I'm focused on is the overall health of our community. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. These protests coincide with a 30-day public comment period that started today, and it's been getting slammed. So far, a state website has gotten more than 15,000 comments for and against the proposal. You can find out more at WTOP.com. Can local roads be made safer by urging everyone to simply take a moment? Fairfax County says it's working on it. A cautionary tale. I had a concussion, several broken ribs, and serious internal injuries. Steve Steiner, who lives in Fairfax County, was on his bike when he was hit by a driver who turned right at an intersection without looking. My total medical expenses for this encounter were more than $100,000. It's something county leaders are highlighting as they urge drivers, pedestrians, and cyclists to pause and take a moment, be aware of your surroundings, and try to make eye contact. Jeff McKay, chair of the county's board of supervisors. My hope and prayer for our community is that people start taking a moment. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Well, if you love James Patterson novels, you might love to hear this. The best-selling and prolific author has donated $1.3 million to D.C.'s Howard University. It'll fund the James Patterson Writer Education Scholarships. They're worth $10,000 apiece. Giving is not new to Patterson. He has donated $2 million to Pan America to support its global fight for free expression and $2 million to Scholastic for its The United States of Readers. He's also given more than $100 million to literary and literacy programs, among other things. Keep it here on WTOP After Traffic and Weather. Oath Keepers founder Stuart Rhodes and four other members of his anti-government extremist group face trial in the attack on the U.S. Capitol. We've got a live update with Catherine Herridge of CBS News. Traffic and weather next, 407. What did nine out of ten people who died from COVID have in common? They were 50 or older. And if you have a condition like heart disease or diabetes, your risk is even higher. COVID vaccines lower the risk of death. Get your updated vaccine now. 
it could save your life. We can do this. Find updated COVID vaccines at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. As a civilian federal employee, you care about your family's future. Births, graduations, weddings. So when life is moving too fast, WEPA's there for you. For over 75 years, WEPA has supported civilian feds in moments big and small through group term life insurance. Your family is your whole world, so let WEPA help protect their future. Visit WAEPA.org today. Check out DC News Now, your new local news station in the DMV, with more reporters in the field than anyone else, and four locations throughout the DMV. We have late news, but not too late. Join us on DC News Now at 9 p.m. Visit dcnewsnow.com slash watch to check your local listings, mornings, evenings, and late news that's not too late. We'll see you there. It's 4.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks, we've got Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. And we've got several new crashes to talk about from Laurel to the Beltway. Crashes on both I-95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Southbound on 95, slow from 200 toward the 495 ramps for Silver Spring and College Park. The crash at the point where the lanes divide, blocking the right center lane, the leftmost lane that would go west toward Silver Spring on the outer loop. On the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, the damaged vehicles that were southbound near Powder Mill Road were moved from the left side onto the right shoulder. Both lanes are now open on the BW Parkway, but very slow southbound leaving Laurel there. And on the interloop of the Beltway beyond College Park in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, delays are building now with rescue response at the crash before 450 exit 20. Only two left lanes are getting by on the interloop. On 270, northbound, heavy and slow now from Gaithersburg to Germantown. There is a crash before Middlebrook Road. Fire rescue and state police were sent. The Beltway in Montgomery County, heavy on the interloop. And in Fairfax County, slow on the outer loop through Springfield. The work zone is getting picked up much later than usual in the Springfield interchange. It is still just two right lanes getting by. Beyond that work zone, it's slow through Alexandria toward the Wilson Bridge. 66, westbound, heavy from Fair Lakes through Centerville. Three lanes, Main, two lanes. Lanes Express, no delay in the Easy Pass lanes. Southbound on 95, slow Newington to Woodbridge, and in a few stretches out of Quantico through Stafford County. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used cars best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. All right, let's head on over to Storm Team 4 and Amelia Draper. Mainly clear skies for your Tuesday evening with lows in the mid-40s to mid-50s. So another chilly start tomorrow morning, but a nice afternoon. A few degrees cooler than today, feeling very much like autumn with highs in the mid to upper 60s and breezy winds at times. We'll have mostly to partly sunny skies tomorrow and more clouds on Thursday. By Friday, we're all cloudy. The clouds from Ian will have highs Thursday around 70, mid to upper 60s on Friday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper.
Looks like we're gaining a little more cloud cover out there, but I'll still call it partly cloudy. Uh, temperatures 72 at Fort Belvoir, 73 at Foggy Bottom, 73 in Silver Spring, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 411 now on WTOP. Jury selection has started in the trial of the founder of the Oath Keepers Extremist Group and four associates. It is the one of the most serious cases to emerge from the January 6th attack on the Capitol, Stuart Rhodes, and the others have complained that they can't get a fair jury here in D.C. The case is the biggest test yet for the Justice Department in, his, in its massive prosecution of the suspect. Joining us live on Skype, CBS News senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge. Hello, Catherine. Hi, thanks as always for having me. Well, thanks for being here. Uh, these suspects face seditious conspiracy charges, as we mentioned. What is the prosecution saying? What does it have to prove? Well, seditious conspiracy, in its simplest terms, is taking a group of individuals and alleging that they were working together or conspiring against the U.S. government or to block an official action of the U.S. government. In this case, it would be the certification of the Electoral College. And what prosecutors have alleged and will need to prove in court to this jury is that there was a weeks-long campaign among members of the Oath Keepers, not only to train, but also to recruit individuals specifically to go to Washington January 6th and to block the certification of the Electoral College. Seems like uh, some of the most compelling evidence really comes from social media, including video known as The Stack. Tell us what The Stack is and what it shows. Well, just think back to right after January 6th. It was about nine days after the attack on the Capitol. And we were first to report here at CBS News about the stack. It was this video of individuals wearing combat fatigues, uh, sort of in a human chain, sort of snaking their way up the steps of the Capitol to breach the building. And the reason that caught the attention of federal investigators is that is what they call small unit military tactics. It's what's typically used in a hostile environment. It went to the idea that these individuals had trained specifically to breach the U.S. Capitol using these military-style efforts. Catherine, we already know this is a very big case, but is there right. something mm -hmm. else that makes it stand out? Well, it's a case that's almost entirely built on electronic messages, social media, and it's a very complex case for a jury to get their arms around, and it's really testing some of the core prosecutorial strategies of the Justice Department. If they're able to secure a conviction and get a lengthy sentence, it can be up to 20 years, this would be a major win for the Justice Department. If they fail in this case, it would be a significant blow to their prosecutions and would go to this criticism that they have overreached in some of these charges. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll be talking about this more as uh, we go so. through the coming weeks. <laughs> Thanks so much, Thanks. Catherine. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Catherine Herridge, CBS News Senior Investigative Correspondent on Skype. 414. And now, from WTOP's Small Business September series, presented by Eagle Bank, here's Dr. Ryan Moran, Chief Executive Officer at Whitman Walker Health System. We've been talking a lot about Eagle as a trusted advisor and partner in terms of the capital space, but the bank has also been a partner as we think about 
other organizational assets and how we think about the longevity and the sustainability of Whitman Walker. And this is an opportunity for us to think and position ourselves, not just in terms of opening brand new buildings, which Eagle <laughs> has been a partner and a relationship advisor on, but how we as an organization organize ourselves for long-term success. And the board in that process, Eagle was with us every single step of the way and advising us throughout how do we create a unique but smart organizational approach for our future. To hear more of this interview, visit WTOP and search Small Business September. To learn more about how Eagle Bank can help your business grow, go to EagleBankCorp.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. On the house, no charge. Complimentary, gratis. For a limited time, Silver Diner is offering free delivery through SilverDiner.com. You heard that right. Free delivery through SilverDiner.com. Now you can satisfy your entire family without leaving home. Whether you are vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just love the classics, Silver Diner offers you the choices of how you live and a healthy dose of what you crave. Now with free delivery. Order today at SilverDiner.com. Offer ends September 30th. Silver Diner. Eat well, be well. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. On to Dave Preston. Nationals have a chance to play the spoiler in the NL East race. Atlanta trails the New York Mets by just one game. Paulo Espino pitches tonight against the Braves. 705 game time on 1500 AM. Orioles are in a race of their own. Three and a half games back in the wild card race with nine to play. Birds battle Boston this evening after putting 14 runs on the board in the series opener. You're always wary. You hope you didn't use too many runs in that first game that was a win. NFL, the New York Giants lose their top wide receiver Sterling Shepard out for the year with a torn ACL. Burgundy and gold open as a three-point underdog to Dallas. College football, Maryland tries to bounce back from a seven-point loss at number four, Michigan. The good news this week, they will be wearing their script helmets. The old-school 80s Bobby Ross, mm-hmm. uh, Boomer Esiason, uh, let's see, Frank Reich coming back against Miami. So Lots we, of offense during that period. We've so. got that going for yeah. us. Dave Preston, WTOP Sports. Thank you, Dave. Now to the top stories we're following for you on WTOP. The House committee investigating the Capitol riot has postponed a highly anticipated public hearing tomorrow because of Hurricane Ian, which, as you know, is approaching Florida. Unclear when the hearing will be held. The previous eight hearings, as you know, have made a lot of news. Well, let's talk about Hurricane Ian. It is whipping 120 mile an hour winds and is expected to strengthen before making landfall. Right now, the bullseye is north of Venice Beach, and it could happen as early as tomorrow night. Forecasters project widespread flooding. The Mid-Atlantic could also feel some impact later in the week. Across Virginia, students have been walking out of class to protest Governor Glenn Youngkin's proposed policy changes regarding transgender students. Many teens are unhappy with the Republicans' effort. Some of them walked out around here. And stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. The search continues for a Prince George's County high school student who police say ran off when he was found to have a loaded gun in school. The school system security stopped the 17-year-old yesterday at Surrattsville High in Clinton. They thought he had illegal drugs. They say the student ran off during a search of his backpack that turned up a loaded ghost gun. Prince George's County Police now have a warrant for the student who faces a list of weapons and drug-related charges. Up ahead in Money News. The Dow lost another 126 points today. How much does an electric Harley cost? I'm Jeff Glabel. 418. 
Traffic and weather on the 8th. Hello, Dave Dildine. Hi, Hillary. It was a flurry of crashes at the top of the hour on a few Maryland highways. One by one, damaged cars were pulled onto shoulders. On I-95, southbound traffic still slow from 200 toward the Beltway, where those vehicles were moved from the right center lane onto the right shoulder. On the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, southbound slow beyond 32 and 198 toward Powder Mill Road. Crashed cars were put on the right shoulder there. On the interloop of the Beltway, heavy and slow College Park past the BW Parkway exit on the interloop before 450. Again, the right lanes were blocked. That one is now on the shoulder. And on I-270, northbound slow from Shady Grove Road through Gaithersburg, but headed for the Germantown exits with all lanes reopened. That crash is on the left shoulder leading up to Middlebrook Road. In Virginia, on the outer loop from Annandale through Springfield, the slow traffic Traffic on the Beltway is not because of a crash, it's because of a work zone. And it's a work zone in the Springfield interchange that is almost clear. They've got the lanes open. They're just about done picking up. And on the outer loop, those left lanes and all lanes are open. So more traffic is going to advance toward Van Dorn Street, the Eisenhower Avenue connector, where it's already slow and bound to get slower for Woodrow Wilson bound bridge drivers. Paraton doing the can't be done for national security because our way of life depends on it. Visit Paraton.com for more info. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. All right, let's go to Storm Team 4. We've got Amelia Draper with us this afternoon. Uh, things are going to start cooling off, huh? Uh, definitely out there tonight, Sean. Now, the sunset just before 7 o'clock in the evening. And as the sun goes down, this is when we'll really see our temperatures drop quickly. With dry air in place, that allows us to cool off nicely. So we'll fall into the 60s for most of the evening hours. Overnight lows in the mid-40s to mid-50s. Highs tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday. Near 70 degrees with a bit of a breeze at times. Clouds increase Thursday into Friday. The cloud cover will be from Tropical System Ian, which is currently a major Category 3 hurricane. And as we head on into the weekend, the remnants of Ian bring us rain Saturday and Sunday with highs only in the low to mid 60s this weekend. So it's chilly rain. Currently 73 in the district. We're at 71 over in Annapolis and 70 in Leesburg. Hey, Amelia, before you go, should we be prepared for the remnants of Ian when it finally makes its way up the eastern seaboard? Um, well, here's the thing. It's just kind of going to be nuisance weather once it makes it into our area. Obviously, the impacts in Florida are going to be substantial. It looks like the greatest storm surge will be just to the south of Tampa. But Tampa could see upwards of 20, maybe even 30 inches of rain. So a lot to deal with down in Florida, but the storm system will weaken as it heads toward the north. Now here, we could see one to two inches of rain, maybe some isolated higher amounts, but it's more of a prolonged event for us. We're talking about rain Saturday, Sunday, maybe even Monday on into Tuesday. Winds, they're not going to be destructive in our area, but they will be breezy to windy, especially later Sunday into early Monday, gusting at about 30 to 40 miles an hour. All right. Thanks, thanks for that. Amelia. Okay. It's all brought to you by New Look Home Design. Roofing experts they are. Visit newlookhomedesign.com. Keep it here on WTOP. The latest on the man wanted for killing a solar panel installer. Uh, last month, it's 422. Hi, honey. How was your flight? Long. Hey, Mom, don't take this the wrong way, but you look tired. Since Dad's stroke, I find myself working around the clock to care for him, plus the shopping, paying the bills, and keeping up with the housework. But it's okay. I made a promise 50 years ago in sickness and in health. I want your dad here with me, not in assisted living. Mom, I love you for your devotion, and I know Dad does too, but you can't keep this 
is up. I want you two to stay in this house as long as possible, but we need to get some help, even if it's only a couple of days a week. Warman Home Care can help your loved ones stay safe and happy in their own home by providing essential services, personal hygiene, medication reminders, light housekeeping, and more. Family owned and operated, the Warman family has spent over 30 years providing happiness at home to families like yours. Learn more about the Warman difference at warmanhomecare.com. With almost everything in life, you have choices. You can pick a lot, a little, or somewhere in the middle. So shouldn't there be an internet plan that's just as clever? One that allows you to add TV or home automation? Whenever. That's why Cox now offers flexible internet plans, giving you all the services you desire and nothing you don't require. Additional services can be added at then current regular rates. All services subject to residential customer service agreement and acceptable use policy found at cox.com slash policies. Restrictions apply. This is WTOP News. It's 423. A man wanted for killing a person who was installing solar panels in Southeast last month is now accused of shooting at police today. Investigators say he missed the D.C. officers when firing on them in Northeast. WTOP's Luke Lukert reports this all started with a phone call. A woman spotted Avery Myler at around 6.30 this morning and called police. When officers arrived here at Ames Street near East Capitol Street, they spotted a man matching Myler's description. He pulled a gun and shot at them. Luckily, none of our officers are injured. The suspect then began to flee on foot. Assistant Chief Leslie Parsons says they're asking people in the area to be vigilant and call police if they see anyone matching his description. He was last seen wearing all black clothing. He had on some form of reflective shoes and he had white lettering or writing or symbols down the sleeve of his shirt. Luke Luker, WTOP News. The solar installer killed last month was 25-year-old Area Wolf. The area near today's shooting was cordoned off for a while. Federal Headlines is presented by Paraton, doing the can't be done for national security. I'm Peter Maserli and here are your top headlines from Federal News Network. The Navy's moving ships and aircraft out of the path of Hurricane Ian the Navy is keeping bases in the southeastern U.S. up and running, but some of them may shut down non-essential operations by Wednesday as the storm approaches the mainland. And the National Federation of Federal Employees is pushing to make a temporary pay bump for federal firefighters permanent. The union has concerns about firefighter recruitment and retention and wants the Agriculture Department to make changes to their working conditions and pay. For more on these stories, go to federalnewsnetwork.com. WTOP at 425, Money News at 25 and 55. Off we go to Jeff Claybaugh. Sean, a fresh bear market low for the Dow today. By the close, it was down another 126 points. The S&P 500 index closed down just eight. The Nasdaq did gain 27 points today. Falling gas prices and the pretty strong job market may be easing consumer concerns about the economy. The conference board's Consumer Confidence Survey rose for the second month this month and to the highest level since April. Potential home buyers might have decided to jump off the fence ahead of even higher September mortgage rate spikes. Contracts signed to buy a new home in August unexpectedly jumped 29%. Harley-Davidson's electric motorcycle business is now its own company. Harley has spun it off as Livewire. Harley's first EV motorbike came out in 2019. Livewire currently sells two models, one starting at $17,000 and another at $23,000. Jeff Clayball, 
WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Amtrak. Visit new and exciting places across the U.S. On Amtrak, it isn't just about the destination. It's about the journey with no metal seats, extra legroom, and even private rooms. Book now at Amtrak.com. Big doings on Capitol Hill revolving around the January 6th investigation and a possible government shutdown for 26. Here's Sarah Downey, the area man. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. 